Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Sarah Reynolds. I'm Seychelle Van Poole. And I'm Wendy Papazan. Today, we're going to be completing our seven-part series on leadership. I, I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you're just tuning in, make sure you go back and listen to the six episodes preceding this because they're pretty juicy. Today, we're going to talk about possibly the most important thing about leadership, even though we saved it for last. And that is culture. Culture is the core of your business. We've all seen it. We all understand what a toxic work culture is. We've also seen the opposite, which is an amazing work culture. So today we're going to learn about culture and how to create a good culture at work. So this topic is so important. We've actually recorded three other episodes on culture. And if you're curious about this topic, please feel free to go back and listen to those episodes. Uh, We've got episode 33, which is culture is the key to happier, healthier team members. Episode 34, I think that was a two-part series, Mm -hmm. uh, culture, why it matters and how to improve it. And episode 54, how to scale your culture as your company grows. So yeah. Well, so why don't we kick it off? Why, why is culture so important guys? Yeah, I I read something recently that said um, that all studies are showing that there's sort of an income um, cap of what matters. And then after that, mm-hmm. it's 100% about the culture and the environment that someone works in. Yeah. I believe they said it was 75,000. After 75,000, yes. they're finding that most um, employees, once they m- meet that income sort of requirement, they then... The, the main focus for them is on their environment and culture. And I think it, it's arguably by far the, the most important, the most important. So, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you're spending the majority of your day with the people that you work with and in mm-hmm. that environment. So you want it to be a, a pleasant one. Yeah. I think the other thing that I think about with this too is um, a lot of our cultures have changed um, over the last two and a half years. And so we've been putting a lot of thought into this around our like business identity, around the culture of our organization and what our team members and clients and workforce want now versus what they expected two and a half years ago. And we're finding that we're having to make a lot of shifts and changes, um, which is why I love that we talk about culture multiple times in our podcast. Um, because I think, you know, what what we thought the norms were two and a half years ago look very different today. Um, so it's kind of cool that we can continue to grow. Um, and like the episode Sarah wrote, scale our culture as our organization grows and morphs too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, well, why is culture important? Well, first of all, it's everything that you guys just said. Um, it's crucial to retention, mm-hmm. right? It really matters yeah. to employees. And honestly, it matters more than ever, you know, Gen Z. Um yeah considers it, you know, one of their top things they're looking for in a job. Um, and actually it, it de- your culture determines how your people act, right? Mm-hmm. Culture, uh, what is tolerated is your culture, yep. right? I'm sure we all have a, a great story around that, you know, what we tolerated yep. and mm-hmm. yep. yeah. I had a, I had an interesting thing happen around the term culture that I feel like I need to share, especially since we're using that word a lot, obviously this episode so we, our theme for this year is culture always wins. And, um, we were doing a lunch and learn. Um, and we had, the room was about 20 agents that were just wanting to find out information about our team. 
And a big, about half of the presentations about our culture, like who we are, we, we hire to it. Right. And so I kept saying the word culture. Someone comes up to me at the end and goes, so what culture are you referring to? Mm. And I was like, what? And they said, and so they thought when we were saying culture, we were meaning, um, like a demographic of people Uh versus, Uh so when we're talking culture, just to clarify, because I I mean, I think that it can be a confusing term. I I never thought about it like that, but, Mm. um, culture, when we're talking about culture, I view it as like the heart, like who are, who are you? How would your organization be described? Um, who are you? How do people feel when they're part, mm-hmm. part of, of your world? What are your standards around in, around values, things like that, which we're going to dive into? Um, but that's really uh, what we're talking about here is the, the heart of your organization. Um, and what Wendy is saying um, so brilliantly is that Gen Z um, mm-hmm. is saying that that's their most important thing to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even yeah, more than yeah. than results, or uh, they their main focus is on uh, liking who they work with in terms of being connected to who they're who they work with and agreeing um, with them. So I wanted to clarify that. Yeah, I was shocked. You. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for thank you for clearing that. Yeah. And and to be clear, everyone's got a culture. Yeah. You know, even true. if you don't have culture, that's a culture. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, so it's definitely important because you want the the right fit, you want the right people showing up. And then it's also important uh because culture shows your clients who you really are, right? Yep. Um, do they want to get into business with you? Right. It's really important yeah. to understand and share your culture. That's why so- sometimes social media is so important, you know, for you to showcase who you are and what you're all about. And yep. I love both of you guys because part of your culture is giving back. And, you know, I'm always seeing you doing great stuff on social because that's just great third-party validation for any customers that are coming your way. They want to know who they're getting into business with. Think about Zappos. You know, what a strong, strong, amazing culture, right? Yep. Um, Yep. It doesn't, and you know, I think sometimes we think we have to be a certain way. Like we have to be um, highly aggressive or have an accountability culture or this or that. And the reality is, is like, is your business, right? You can do you. Yeah, I mean, Zappos exactly. is, a, is a weird culture, you know, that's yep. part of what makes it great. But when people study it, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely out there, right? So yep. you do you. Yep. And I, I think, you know, you can't be all things to all people, right? And so I think a lot of times understanding, which leads us into the first step, right? In terms of culture is figuring out your values first, mm-hmm. right? So what are, what are, what are your values and what do you want your, the values of your organization to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of different, um, you know, resources for that. Um, I know when I, when I look at, um, like Wendy's organization, you constantly see fun, like mm-hmm. meaning because it reflects Wendy, Wendy is fun, right? When, when COVID, uh, first hit a couple of years ago, you know, like, <laughs> do you guys know? Okay. So this is really, this is a total tangent, but I actually bought that URL. So I bought Wendy is dot fun. So I, I own that. <laughs> yeah. Of course you did. So you can, you can actually you go to Wendy is dot fun right now. And it's, 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 it's got, it's my website. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> 
course. Of course you did. The things I find out during uh, I know. podcasts are amazing. <laughs> I love that. I she know. really you guys is are both, fun, though. You guys are Googling it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, she, she's fun, and it's reflective of her and entire organization reflects that, right? And I think, you know... One of my values is competitiveness. Um, we, we value that in a, in a good way. So like when COVID hit, this gives you an, a, a difference in leadership, right? Like we were competing on contacts and all in a Zoom together and like on the phone. And Wendy's doing GIF wars and making like, <laughs> like the point is, is that I mean, we, it will to be always fair, reflect. We did that stuff too. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying you only do the fun. <laughs> Just to be clear, you remind me constantly, oh, I need to be fun today. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So I appreciate it. That's yeah. what I'm, I'm semi-jealous. <laughs> um, so, uh, some good resources um, is to get a, a values deck. I know um, the, the one thing organization is what um, my husband and I used. Uh, their values deck is what I used to um, look over the values to talk through with him what our personal values uh, were. Mm-hmm. And so you can you can look there, but honestly, don't don't rush this either. Meaning, mm-hmm. it's not something you can thirty minutes. Okay, yes. these are yeah. the values that I want my organization to be like the foundation of. Um, it take this takes white space. Mm-hmm. Research organizations that you respect and look up to, that you are naturally attracted to. Mm-hmm. Read up on what their values are, um, but really take uh, take time. Um, to develop this because that is, as you talk about them, that is who you're going to attract. Many times are those that match that. Yeah. Well, Sarah, that's so smart. And I, I think it's sometimes, you know, if you're a pretty small organization, it's it's going to take years, honestly, of, of thinking about it and writing it down and tweaking it and changing your mind. And so I think that's, that's really smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think even large organizations mm-hmm. consistently change yeah. and update their values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, nothing yeah. is set yeah. it and forget it in business. It's yeah. just not. Yeah. It's just not. Yep. It's all so it's dynamic. Not. Yeah, and you're you're trying it on, and you know, one of the things we've talked about before is honestly the best way to figure out your values is to figure out what your fireable offenses are too. Um, because if you make a list of the things that somebody could get fired over, chances are the extreme opposite of those when they show Mm -hmm. up in a big way are experiencing your core values too. Mm -hmm. So that's one way when we first started doing it, we've refined and fine tuned since then, but that was kind of a good starting point for us as well to be like, what's the absolute no? Because chances are the opposite of that is the absolute yes for us. Um, no. you know, and then when you're, <laughs> when you're taking, <laughs> okay, I don't want to laugh. I'm going off on another tangent. Okay. But I <laughs> sent you guys this by chat last night, but, um, I had, um, interviewed oh, that yeah. Instagram star, yeah. mm-hmm. right? She had two, I'm not going to say her name, but she had like 2 million. Yeah. A lot of followers. And, and you were she, like interested in her for a little while. I thought like, she was lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually really liked her even though she was, it was like a, what is it? members only kind of Instagram mm-hmm. star. Uh, but anyway, she just got arraigned on murder charges of murdering her husband. So like your culture matters because who you let mm-hmm. in is super important. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, I dodged a bullet because actually mm-hmm. another team in my market center hired her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You didn't say that. Yeah. I know. I sent it to wow. them last night. I was like, did you guys see this? Yeah. She's not with, she's not an agent. She's oh, not no, Taylor she's Williams not an agent anymore. anymore yeah. She's long, um, she's, oh, long she's else. been out of that. But yeah, yeah she had, uh, she had been hired by this other team. So yeah, it's really important. Yeah. You let in. 
Yeah. But, uh, is it inappropriate for me to ask like what, why you didn't hire her? Like, was it something values related? Yeah, it was something values related. Well, she's an Instagram okay. model um, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. she's just in bikinis and stuff. And I just was like, I don't think she's a cultural fit. That is literally what I, that was literally the, cause I actually yeah. really liked her. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Personality wise. Yeah, I was like, really there's sweet. a lot of yeah. upside. I mean, she's got a huge following on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I just don't think she's a cultural fit. And not just because of the bikinis, but like for other things, like just Mm -hmm. some of her personality, but just wasn't a cultural fit. And that was really the main reason. I thought she was a go-getter. I, you know, she had some of our other values, but I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I was like, no, it's just a hard Mm -hmm. no because she's not a match. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because for us, that's, that's a deal killer. Yeah. They could be the most amazing person in the world, the most talented person, this and that. But if they don't, if they're not a match for the color cu- culture, it's a hard no. Yeah. It's, I've learned my lesson there. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Well, you, you pay for it, it one way or the other. You either pay for it in the interview process and, and defining it up front and disappointing someone then, or you pay for it big time when it's impacted your company. And I think we've all gone through experiences mm-hmm. where that has happened too, um, where the culture fit on the back end becomes a bigger pain than just sticking to, you know, your gut or your hiring process that yeah. weeds that out at the beginning. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. The the minute someone associates with your organization, it, it's like what they do and what they say and what mm-hmm. they are to the community mm-hmm. out in the community is a direct reflection on you. Yeah. Like direct yeah. reflection. Um, and, and so that's why the first step is knowing your personal values mm-hmm. and taking time to figure that out because mm-hmm. it's so, so important um, because that will be reflective of the entire organization mm-hmm. and Hiring and firing around that is is also um, yeah key uh, in that as well. Well, and yeah. it also makes sense because then you create this cohesive unit of people who sort of feel and think and act the same way that that you do or what's important to you. So then everybody mm-hmm. comes yeah. to work and they feel sort of like I belong here, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we've yeah. all had that instance where you know you've made a hiring mistake. Someone comes in and they're like, I just don't. This is not my place. I don't feel yeah. right. I'm, I don't belong here. And that's because they're not a cultural match. Yep. 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 Yeah. I mean, we've had four-hour Tommy. So, yeah, literally, they walked in and were like, we are not a cultural match. And I was like, oh, this is why you should meet more of our people. That was was, four-hour Tommy was... That was no, he walked thing. in and I hadn't, I had only inter- been the only one interviewing him. I hadn't implemented uh-huh. the group interview. And okay. so he hadn't met anybody else. Uh. And so he felt like we were a match, but ultimately, <laughs> like, was not a match for our organization, for our culture. It was our cultural fit. Four hours, um, Tommy. If you're out there, will you reach out to me, please? <laughs> we have so you. many questions. He's probably famous. He's probably doing something great. No, he's you know? still, he's when, still when working he's, in an organization Tommy, that's like though. the polar opposite of our organization, which is great. Oh, okay. And he's happy there. He's totally happy yeah. there. And it's awesome. Well, Sarah, um, didn't you have some people making like basically like dirty movies in your office or oh, something goodness, like that? Wendy. I mean, we've all yeah. been there. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, we've I all had, been there. I had yeah. a former business partner. Obviously we got out of business not a cultural with match for you. Was embezzling? No, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you had some yeah. embezzling. Remember, I had a business partner in another business that we got out of business with, and right oh, afterwards, I didn't realize she embezzled from you as well. Oh yeah, she was just a horrible person. That on top of other things, um, uh, yeah, she embezzled, lost her real estate license for life, banned from the Texas Real Estate Commission, all sorts of things. Crazy, um, but yeah, not a, not a match, 
Not crazy, a match. Crazy, crazy, um, crazy. But I saw the outsides and I compared those to the insides. And that's, I think, what we're talking about here is like, <laughs> you might see something like 2 million Instagram followers or someone who's really hard driving yeah, or someone who sure. loves video and, um, you know. <laughs> As a way with video. <laughs> Is it Sarah's amazing cinematographer? <laughs> Video and uh, using um using office supplies, oh, no. including office supplies. It was so bad. Oh my god! You know, oh my god. leadership is not for the faint of heart, and so oh, this goes oh, right into success, like everyone. yeah, failure this is, way to success. This is, this is um, so humbling, uh, but also hilarious. So the next part of that, then, right, is once you define your core values, it's then creating your company values and your mission. And I'll tell you, like our mission statement for our team was something that took us a really long time to come up with. I knew what our values were. Like we look for fast paced, client based with a servant heart that love to have fun and want to grow. Like I know that. I know what we're looking for there. But when it came to the actual mission statement for us, um, it was, it took us like, I think like 16 years to figure that out. It was not an easy process. And like for us, it finally dawned on me just the, like for us, it's really, we want to help our clients and our team members and the people that are in our lives become happier, healthier, and wealthier because we choose to be together. Um, And once that clicked for us, it made everything so much easier. And so if any of you are out there struggling with what your mission statement is, and maybe Wendy and Sarah, y'all can, you know, talk about those as well. Um, it all of a sudden made a difference. And like, I can't tell you how exciting it is. We have two of our team members like making offers on their first homes right now and like building their own wealth, um, which is so cool because we are living out the mission, you know, and we're seeing our clients like net worth rising. We're doing, you know, advising for them and all these different ways um, and doing it while we're, while we're getting healthier and happier. Um, and it's really fun. So, that. you know, Whatever yours are, you know, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear both of yours too. But once you feel that like kind of like connection to it, it makes such a big difference Um, because then you can take that entire tie your mission to a larger vision or a larger contribution that you can make into society. And Sarah and Wendy, I'll let y'all jump into yours too. Well, we actually um, have a whole episode on this as well. Um, I am frantically trying to find the number to that. <laughs> to let our listeners it's know. It's around this, creating this is, your mission and vision. Yeah. We'll yes, put it in the show notes yes. for you. Um, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes for you. Um, but it, it's 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 so important to, to focus on that and it should be aligned w- with your values, mm-hmm. right? They, they go together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so oh, for us, it's about getting- ten. Of course, Wendy found it first. Whoa. I was over here scrolling. Go Fever. Well, I mean, Eloise, okay. make that list, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. I need to search it. I need to bookmark that. Bookmark I need to bookmark yeah, that. It's really good. Yeah, our if we can have our um, now our assistant doesn't have to do put that in the show notes. So that's the good thing. Yeah, news. I know. Thank God. Our podcast assistant. assistant. <laughs> <laughs> that's the magical assistant that Keller Williams has promised us two years ago. <laughs> I mean, to be we fair, we do have incredible production assistants. We've we got do. Our, our editing there, team. And, yeah. And our producer are awesome. Yeah. Yep. We love you guys. For sure. Yes. Yep. So you want to you want to focus on um your values and then, and then your mission and then make ensuring that they, they match. Mm -hmm. Right. So Wendy already mentioned this, but ours ties back to giving back. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Um, and so we've been, that's been Debbie and I's heart, um, from the very beginning. And, uh, a big focus on that is my life mission of reverse tithing, which is living off of 10% of my income and giving away 90%. I'll probably, mm. it will probably take my whole life to get, I get there. Chills which every is time I, I love that. Yeah. So I love great. it. And, um, and so that's the, that ties into my organization. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like when, when we look at new businesses opening, when we look at new partnerships coming together, one of my initial conversations is just being very transparent. You know, Debbie and I, um, give away 10% of our income. And although we don't, we don't, um, force that Mm -hmm. upon our partners, we do let them know that that is why we're doing what we're doing, um, and making sure that they have alignment Mm -hmm. in that. And there's been multiple conversations where people have said, you know, that's not for me. That's not. And that's and okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Like, that's, Nobody yes. has to tithe. But Nobody it, has so, to give their money away. Exactly. That's totally fine. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and I, no judgment at all. What, what the focus here is making sure that you're clear about who you are and clear about then what your mission is mm-hmm. as an organization and being, you got to be like confident in it and okay sharing mm-hmm. it. Um, and you will attract the right Absolutely. people because right. of that match. Yes. That's that right. Match. Yeah. Well, that and it's really that. that authenticity actually that will attract yeah. people to you. I think sometimes when we start yes. out, we kind of have uh, almost like a mask on. You yeah, know, we we dress. Well, yeah, we feel like we got to trying dress out. Way. Yeah, yeah, you're trying out yeah, different personalities, and, different and, business and, personas. And that's too, when you're yeah. in your twenties, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, it's like as you grow and mature, uh, you feel more comfortable in your own skin, and you can get more confident and just be authentic, um, which is probably one of our values here on Empire Building Podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then once you've got your values and then you've created your your personal values and then your company values, you want to hire people who are a good cultural fit. And an easy way to do this is have an appropriate job description. This sounds yeah. super basic, mm. but uh, you, when you're talking about your company, you probably want to mention some aspects of your values that are important to the job so that you get someone who shows up who at least is already somewhat in alignment with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a lot of people listening, that's probably a big aha for them, mm-hmm. right? It's probably, probably so a true. really big aha. Mm-hmm. We put that in our, um, when we check references as well, we pick a core value that we're curious about and ask that as a question too when we're checking references to see how that has shown up in other areas. Like we look for somebody who's self-motivated. Um, you know, can you think of a time when that person, you know, didn't know something and had to figure it out on their own and, and took the initiative to do that. Or, right, you look at someone that is servant has a servant heart. Can you think of a time where they showed up serving others or helping others? So it's a really nice to hear that validation from a reference to on a yay or an A on those core values um, on how that would contribute to your culture. Absolutely. We, our first interview in our hiring process, all of the questions are, we have each question tied to one of our values. So one of our values is being results oriented, right? So the, the, the interview question is, um, tell me about your proudest achievement, right? In terms of in t- wanting to see what, what have they achieved in terms of results mm-hmm. um, and, and digging into that. Um, I love what you said, say, and, and we do that as well. We, we typically during the hiring process, there might be something that you want you have questions about more. Um, and there have been times where we have been questioning mm-hmm. one of the values, whether or not they're a match and mm-hmm. the references, like say said is one of the most perfect ways to really find out, to have a piece mm-hmm. one way mm-hmm. or the other. 
Um, and so d- d- asking them that same question, um, if, if, for example, you were questioning that, um, would be powerful mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so th- it, the key here is you've got to hire around, uh, around the yep. culture. Um, and so it's, it's so, so key, um, in, in protecting it and, and having a culture that wins. And, you know, I, I don't know that you need to designate someone to be like the keeper of culture. Everyone should be the keeper of culture. But I think about, you know, Chris on my team mm-hmm. and he's our, our strongest team member, and he is a very staunch defender of our culture. And so mm-hmm. when we're interviewing people, he's he's the one who's always asking the really hard questions. Like, are they going to be fit? Are they going to be a match? Um, and uh, so, you know, who is that person mm-hmm. in your organization that's going to be like that, that's designated the culture keeper, right? Should be everybody, but who is that person who's got that job? Mm-hmm. I think it's the so person great. willing to to ask the tough questions as well. Like you mm-hmm. said, Wendy, like we've got two of those on our team for sure that they're they're willing to sit and ask the really hard questions that nobody wants to ask um, to defend yeah. the culture. Love it, and that get, it gets it gets harder as your organization mm-hmm. grows. This topic gets harder, and we talked about that on um, mm-hmm. scaling culture mm-hmm. episode, um, and it's you know it then moves to almost like having a culture keeper per department, yeah. right. Or per location yeah. or, um, to make sure. So my, my mom has sort of spearheaded that in our organization. And so she has cultural meetings with each, um, location lead, um, and is really, uh, taking the wow, lead on that, a- which has been a, yeah, a great way for us, for us to scale it. And also for us to keep a pulse, um, for her and I to keep a pulse on what's going on in sort of each department and each, um, each location, which is That's awesome. very cool. Now, the last, but honestly, this could have been first for sure, <laughs> um, is to li- to live out mm-hmm. your values, right? To live your culture. You 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 are um, you aren't what you say. You are what you do, mm-hmm. right? Um, to to those that see you, and um, you've got to live live your culture and um, and 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 have confidence in it. Like I think a, a good a good example of that for me is you know. Our, we do have a culture of work, of working mm-hmm. hard and I'm, I'm, I love, love, love to work. I've always loved to work. I started working as soon as I was legally able Well, actually before I was legally <laughs> able to, I was making yeah. calls for my mom at 14. Um, but I've always, I, I, I've always loved to work. Right. And whenever I you say that, I always think that. about like, what was little 14 year old Sarah? Like, I wasn't, I wasn't scared no. of making calls. I wanted to do it by myself, yeah. but I wasn't, I yeah. was, uh, I, I enjoyed Amazing. it actually. So yeah. And did I tell you guys I got like $15 and I got her like three sales. She gave you $15, <laughs> like $5 a call or $5 a conversion yeah. or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, that ROI on that. <laughs> but you know, but when like for a few years, like I actually wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't say that, mm-hmm. that we, that we work hard or I work hard because I almost shied away from it. Like as if, right. as if it was a bad thing. And probably the last year I've had a lot of growth in this personally, where I've just been like, you know what, I'm going to yeah. own it. I'm going to own who we are. Um, I'm going to own that. We believe in counterbalance, which that means at times we're really working hard and that times we're playing yeah. really hard too. Um, and just leaning into it versus, um, being self-conscious about it. And so live your culture out, have confidence in it. 
Um, and, and remember that everything's, you know, reflective of you uh, as the leader. And so it has to start with you Mm -hmm. ultimately. Love that. Yeah. So you can do lots of things depending on what your culture is. You know, we do Friday fun day, we have net worth club. Uh, it's really important for me to help everybody on our team learn about passive income and track their net worth. So we started, we started a club around it that everybody's Mm -hmm. welcome to join. Um, we just, we actually have, we, we, uh, we also work hard, but we also mm-hmm. believe in work-life balance. And we had, a, we had adopted a, a position on our team where we had unlimited vacation. Yeah. And I, mm. it turned out that during COVID, nobody was taking vacation. And yeah, that was our I did some too. research and it turns out that, that the unlimited vacation policy is actually, uh, causes people to take less vacation yeah. because it's not tracked, Right. Um, cause mm. not measured. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so now we have a situation where everybody is required once a quarter to take a week off and once a month people get a half day off because we, so many, so, so many people were burnt out, you know? Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, and I think too, like coming out of COVID with like our, all of our cultures intact and growing and evolving, it's been really important. Like we just spent, um, I just spent 20 hours over the last two weeks with each of our team members revisiting like who we are as a company, where we are, that we expect them to plan their time off, what we need to be looking for, for planning like proactively into 2023, what this market means, is our markets changing? And culture, I think, shows up in a lot of those conversations um, for the care that you bring, the servant heart that you bring, the time off that you expect them to take, that their family matters too. And I know both of you feel that way in your organizations as well. And yes, we work really hard, but at the end of the day, we have to be able to enjoy the fruit of our labor as well. Oh, hello, yep. Hatari. <laughs> he, he heard he heard a child walking by. Oh, <laughs> We're recording yeah. from home today. Hatari, yeah, Hatari has ruined more podcasts, I think. Than I know he really else. has. He's yeah. he's definitely our troll. If there is a yeah. troll, Hatari is the troll. He's our fifth co-host. Really he's our fifth co-host. Yeah, good old. Speaking Hattari. of COVID, <laughs> that was like an Amen, <laughs> mom. That was actually an Amen, mom. Preach. I agree 100%, with you. 100%. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, today's been great. We talked about the why of culture, why it's important. We talked about figuring out your values first uh, and spending some time to do that. It's not something that you're going to do in 30 minutes, like Sarah said. And then once you've got that, that becomes the foundation for your company's values. Once you've got your company's values, you're going to hire to those values. And then you're going to live out your culture, which is what are the things that you're doing on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis that showcase your culture. And if you do all of those things, you're probably still going to make some mistakes about hiring and you're not going to do it perfectly. But remember, we're all here on a journey. And um, if you can spend some time at least thinking about your culture and how and where you want it to go, you're going to be way better off than probably, you know, half of the companies out there. So this is a big part of living your big life, guys. So go out there and uh, live your big life, but don't forget to create a big business on the way. Bye now. Bye guys. Bye.